What is up, Uneducated Duo Podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And what's up, man? How you been? Just chilling, bro. Playing video games. Yeah, we've been playing video games that we suck ass at. It's true. It's it's depressing because they used to be such a big part of my life, you know? I, I played Fortnite for three years. Almost three years, right? Like two and a half years. It was a long time, yeah. And then I stopped playing because I got fucking bored. Went back to it with you like a week ago. Not a week ago, a couple it's days been ago. Like two days, yeah. yeah. And we fucking suck ass. I mean, we're getting wins at least, you know, but yeah. Yeah, against like bot lobbies. We're getting wins against characters that aren't real people. Nah, I think there's some real people in there. Nah, dude, when you kill a dude and his fucking name is what fucking like. Saggy Butthole 465 or something like Jell-O that. Jello Pudding, the, the weirdest made up names. Can't trust that shit. Yeah, I mean, we've been we haven't played for like more than a year, so that's true. It is fun though, man. When you don't play video games for a long time, you get kind of like I don't know, like re-energizes your energy to play them. I always tell my wife like I don't care what game I play as long as I'm playing with people because I like like the social aspect of it and just like sitting and chatting and shit. Yeah, the social aspect's like the best part. Just talking shit. The reason I like to play uh, Call of Duty a lot is because you can hear the other people talking. And there's some real jackasses on there, and it's funny. Like, if you kill them and shit? Yeah, if you kill them, or, like, like you'll hear two other people go at it. It's fucking funny as hell. All right, well, we start all our episodes with a one gotta go. This episode, we're doing action stars. And we picked four that we're really familiar with. I know there's, like, fucking 50 of them, but some of them I don't give a shit about. Like, I haven't seen any of the Mission Impossibles. So I couldn't Tom tell Cruise, you shit yeah, about yeah I yeah. couldn't tell you shit about Tom Cruise except like I don't think I can I've seen any Tom Cruise movies that are considered action movies I've only seen like his like what's that one where he's a murderer American Psycho I don't fucking know dude you're like a movie connoisseur yeah but I feel like Tom Cruise like doesn't really come out with shit I like to watch like I just recently got into movies like heavily. Because I would just stick to, like, the same, like, ten movies on the list. There was one that Tom Cruise is in where he's, like, a fucking... The only human left alive. It's, like, him and some chick. Uh-huh. And he's, like, becomes a clone. And he has to, like, go around the the world and try to find the last remaining survivors and, like, kill them or, like, secure the world for some reason. Yeah. That movie was fucking dope. But other than that, like... Tom Cruise shit is pretty boring to me. Yeah, I mean, I Tom Cruise is a huge movie star, but yeah, I haven't really seen any Tom Cruise movies. And he's like a Scientologist, so like he's pretty much stupid. Yeah, he's going to come after you. No offense to Scientology, but if you believe that shit, I think you're pretty much stupid. Fucking aliens and weird-ass receptors that you like have to measure. Have you seen that shit? It's like about that's based off of some guy's like science fiction novel, and everybody thinks it's a religion. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't, I don't know too much about it, but I mean, it's weird because they kind of base. I don't know. When I think of Scientology, I think of like based off fact, you know. But then you find out they're a bunch of loonies and shit. Yeah, they think it's about like aliens. Yeah, because uh, so I watched this guy, and he does like, he he's a he used to be a NASA engineer. Okay. And now he has a YouTube channel where he releases a video every month. And one of his things was like catching porch pirates. 
So he made like a dummy fucking device. It looked like fucking some Bluetooth speaker or something. And he would set it out and it would catch the people or whatever. Um, but yeah, that, that guy like, he's able to catch all these fucking thieves and shit. Wait, what the fuck's that got to do with Scientology? So <laughs> in his bit, he finds one of the guys that actually stole the package. Oh, okay. And he signs them up for Scientology and buys a bunch of their material. Because I guess once you're interested in it, they don't fucking leave you alone. Oh, okay. So it's like a like Jehovah's Witness that never fucking leaves you alone. Yeah. So he subscribed the guy to the Scientology. Like that shit would piss me list. off, dude. I get pissed off when they knock on my door. It's like, hey, leave. Like, do I need a no soliciting sign? What the fuck? I don't want to talk to you about Jehovah. Even if you have a no soliciting sign, they fucking show up. That shit happened at my house. And I, I'm fucking mean to him, dude. I'm like, can you guys not read? Like It says no soliciting. <laughs> It's like, please leave the premises, fucking asshole. I feel like an asshole, but I mean, it's like clearly right there, you know? Like, we don't want to be bothered. Yeah, shit's weird. Anyway, four action stars, one gotta go. The four we're gonna go with are Keanu Reeves, Jackie Chan, Bruce Willis, and The Rock. You wanna go first or second or what? Yeah, I'll go second. <laughs> Maybe what? <laughs> Maybe what? <laughs> All right. Number one off the list, easiest fuck for me. Jackie Chan, bro. I'm keeping Jackie Chan because he brings a whole different aspect to action. Like, first of all, he does his own stunts or did his own stunts. I know he's old as fuck now, but he did his own stunts. So I knew everything was like legit. It's like a movie, but he's doing all this dangerous shit himself. So it feels almost like, I don't know, just more warranted, more badass. Like when you watch a movie and you're like, you know what? He really did that shit. It's better than, like, if you watch a movie and you're like, yeah, that wasn't really Vin Diesel, dude. That's just some bald buff dude that jumped off the building or whatever. Yeah, like, when he fucking caught Letty over the bridge, that was some bald buff dude. That was CGI. That probably wasn't even a guy. (laughs) Yeah. But fucking Jackie Chan does all his own shit. And he also brings the funny to, like, fighting, right? Like, all his action sequences... While he's kicking everybody's ass, like he does it in like super crazy, creative, like funny ways. Like there's a movie where he's literally using a ladder and he like jumping in and out of the rings of the ladder and like kicking dudes and like hitting them in the face with it. Damn. So you're cool with Jackie Chan even after the new revelations? Dude, I don't give a shit. I've, <laughs> I've said this multiple times, right? I don't give a shit. Like if I already saw something in your work, like if I watched a dude do some bunch of cool shit in the 90s. And then in 2025, let's say like four years from now, he gets caught for doing whatever the fuck he did, right? I'd be like, fuck, that sucks. He should go to jail or whatever. And I'd, But I'd still be like, but I'm still going to watch this fucking movie. So like, it's not going to stop me from liking Rush Hour. I'm still watching the Bill Cosby uh, show. I already huh? liked Rush Hour. Okay. You know, and like the Bill Cosby thing, like the Bill Cosby show. Yeah, Bill Cosby's a fucking piece of shit. But the show raised the black attendance at college can't take that shit away from him it happened it's real it's legit there's stats there's statistics bro oh so an eye for an eye not an eye for an eye it's like uh hey it did good and just because the person ended up being bad doesn't mean it didn't do good yeah no i'm just fucking with you but jackie chan number one dude he's fucking hilarious he beat your ass in like the most creative ways i don't know plus like his action movies there's always that comedic side to the action, and I really enjoy it. Because, like, he'll beat your ass, but I'm laughing at the same time. 
which like, I think just, nose which I just like think, that. yeah, you know, or like he pokes you in the eyes or in a lot of his movies, like he'll throw random objects at people. Like if they're holding something, like he'll beat their ass as he's trying to not break this vase or whatever. So I'm taking him. Easy number one. This is a very hard list for me, man. Because like I mentioned, like I don't watch a lot of like video movies or whatever. Okay. Um. So I've only seen like their cer- main, main certain movies. movies of these guys, and they might not even be their main movies because my first guy I'm taking off the list is uh. Like, he's known for being John Wick okay. now, but I knew him as the guy from Speed, which was, like, this movie about, like, a runaway bus and shit. Um, so, I'm taking Keanu Reeves off the list first, based off of that one movie, Speed. I I don't know why it always sticks in my head. I think it's because my parents used to watch it a lot. Um, and, you know, the action, I haven't watched it in a long time, but the action didn't feel, like, fake, where, like, sometimes the action's, like... You got to get a good angle to get a good kick or something like it felt like very real because the whole plot of the movie is that there's this runaway bus basically that's got a bomb on it and if they go under a certain speed it's gonna blow up okay and so his part in the movie is to like try to help get everybody off the bus and shit he's like a cop or some shit yeah yeah so he's just like super crazy in that movie and um, so uh, yeah, he's, he's a cop and, um, I don't know, just like, I feel like it's like a more serious role I, in action movies. I don't necessarily like the comedy to me because it's kind of weird because when I watch an action movie, I want to see like some a serious tone to it, you know, explosions and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not. And if I watch a comedy, I want to watch like funniness, you know, I, I don't feel like it meshes really well to me. Um, Keanu Reeves overall. I mean, the John Wick thing. I only know John Wick because of Fortnite. Because <laughs> of Fortnite. Yeah. Wow, bro. I didn't know fucking. I've never seen any of those movies or anything, but I know he's really big in those movies. You too. haven't seen the memes like, don't kill like the dog shit. Like they killed his dog. No, I never seen that. He did all that shit because they killed his dog. Nah, but it seems like it's got a serious tone too. Because I mean, he seems like a serious actor. Um. So yeah, I mean, Keanu Reeves number one just based off the Speed movie, which was. A movie that came out a year after I was born, but my parents, I swear to God, they watched that. There was also this other cop movie that they always watch. I think it was called Cops. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just like two movies that stick to me from the 90s that they used to watch a lot. All right, that makes sense. Number two for me, I'm taking Keanu Reeves number two, right? And I've seen John Wick movies up to like the second one. I think he's a badass and... I'm pretty sure he went through, like, real martial arts training so, like, he can make shit look more real. Yeah. And I'm sure he still uses stunt doubles and stuff, but I guess the commitment's cool. When when a car- when an actor, like, actually trains in whatever it is so that they can kind of sell the fight a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I think that's dope. But I'm more familiar with, like, the Matrix movies, and I think those movies are, like, action, but, like, in slow-mo. Like, I get it's all, it's like a mind fuck kind of movie where yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, your mind, fuck, you live in the Matrix, blah, blah, blah. But there's, like, slow-mo karate in that motherfucker. Like, he learns all the martial arts and then jumps up and, like, crane kicks a dude in the face. like in, And slow. And slow-mo. Oh. And then, you know, there's that gunshot scenes where he's fucking... I don't even know how he does it, but that fucking stunt where he goes all the way back and he, like, limbos and all those bullets, like, slow-mo and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, these are iconic as fuck action scenes. Even though they're done in, like... 
it's weird. It's like the what you would expect to be like the least exciting format because it's like, oh, this bullet's moving hella slow. But at the time, no one there was no movies like that, right? Yeah. So he basically created, not him personally, but like that movie and like his whole role in it made action movies that came out later like do the same kind of shit. Like they had that exploding helicopter and like the explosion was super slow and you could see them like falling away from it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I fuck with Keanu Reeves' movies. I think he's a good actor. I think he's done... I like all his shit, bro. He does, he has emotional ones. He has goofy ass movies like Bill and Ted, where he like goes back in time, tries to fucking learn history so he can pass a test. Yeah. But in his action roles, he's done some crazy shit. Like the John Wick is so iconic. Fucking the dog memes are hilarious. And he looks hardcore. He, he looks legit like a motherfucker that'll beat your ass. Just long hair in a suit shooting up people there's no fucking with that plus it's true he can he can convey that in a movie but in real life i hear he's like actually one of the most down-to-earth humble sort of dude, famous yeah. people ever because like there's rumors that he gave everybody like on his movie a raise and bought them all kinds of shit like out of his own money out of his own pocket and stuff so that they would appreciate because he appreciates how they make him look in movies, I guess. Yeah, I, I saw a video, actually, where, like, some lady hit his bike or something, too. Like a bicycle? No, like a motorcycle. Oh, like a motorcycle? And he shows up, and he's like, oh, are you all right, ma'am? Doesn't look like there's any damage. And then he just fucking leaves. He just leaves? Just yeah. Keanu Reeves walking into your life and leaving? Just didn't give a fuck, you know? He's like, as long as everything's cool, I'm out. Yeah, so I'm taking him number two. He's just got dope-ass fight scenes. And that's what you want from an action movie, you know? An action movie can be emotional as fuck and not even have that much action. But if the one action scene is fucking dope, like, it makes it worth it. You're like, oh, he fucked them up. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, man. Well, my number two, I'm going to go with Jason Statham. He's not on the list. It's Bruce Willis. Oh, fuck. Fuck, (laughs) man. I fucked this up. So, uh. Yeah, that kind of changes things. So I'm going to go with The Rock. Okay. I've seen uh, a lot of The Rock's like newer shit and even some older shit like when he was in The Mummy and shit. Um, the Rock and The Mummy is so fucking funny. He's just got like... Because you've seen him in wrestling your whole like childhood, right? And he's bald as fuck. And then in The Mummy, he's got like long, luxurious hair. That is kind of weird too, yeah. Because uh, we know him. Well, at least I knew him first from the fucking WWE or whatever, WWF. Yeah. And then to see him like turn into such a huge movie star and shit and uh other action movies i've seen of him are like in the fucking fast and furious movies obviously yeah, he's in like the next he's like in the last like four right yeah he was like shit. really the only reason i watched anything past like four because i feel like he was a good addition to it like this fucking cop hunter like he just fits the role so well maybe you thought jason statham because they're in uh He's in the he's in the movies as well. Yeah, they're in Hobbs and no, Shaw together. The reason I thought Jason Statham was because we talked about a couple different people, so I just fucked it up. But uh, yeah, I think he does really great because The Rock's been in funny ass movies too. Like he was in that Tooth Fairy movie. That movie was trash. He was in the Game Plan. Trash. Yeah, I mean opinion, but I, I could still watch those. Um, 
I watched Baywatch too, and that's pretty funny. Um, I guess all my opinions are trash. No, I no, I, I just, I just fuck, don't think The Rock's been in that many good movies, say, bro. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I just really like it—the serious tone he can take, and also the funny tone that he has. He does um, have that. I'll get that's true. But I think he does a really go- great job at doing the fun, the seriousness of it. You know, I don't see him like as a funny character. Like, I couldn't take seriously like fucking. Uh, Who's that little short guy that's always with him? Fuck Kevin him. Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah. If I saw Kevin Hart in like a a movie that had like a super serious tone, I, I just can't watch that. I don't know. Because I just see him as a funny guy. You, know? you haven't seen any of his serious movies? No. He has a couple. He did one with uh, the dad from fucking Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just watched that one. Where he's like a paraplegic and he's like a home... Not a homeless, but he's like a basically a dirtbag dude who lives with him. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't... It was a good movie. I know what you mean. It's like Adam Sandler, bro. You see Adam Sandler in something serious, and at first you're like... It's like weird, you know? What the fuck is this? Like, when is uh, the You Can Do It guy showing up? Rob yeah, Schneider. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> it's weird, too, because, like, The Rock actually fits the part of, like, a badass because he's so fucking huge, you know? Where, like, if I see, like, a Jason Statham sort of guy, like, which I know he's not in the list, but um, just kind of comparing the two, like, Jason Statham doesn't look like a muscular guy that could beat your ass even though he could in all his movies where the rock is just like a fucking freak of nature because of his size so yeah the rock's gonna go number two for me partly it probably has to do with the whole wrestling thing but partly you know the movies i have seen with him in serious roles they're all really good the action movies have changed over time so like Back in the day, it was like big, beefy, muscular dudes was like the main shit. You know, you got your Arnold Schwarzeneggers, your Sylvester Stallone, just John Va- Claude Van Damme, just buff ass dudes who do like shooting and not much like karate and shit. It's more like I'm huge and I'm gonna stab the shit out of you or shoot the shit out of you. That's and then true. slowly it moved on to like you got these more normal looking guys in like suits. And then all of a sudden, the motherfucker knows like 50 martial arts and breaks your arm and flips over you and shoots you in the head. Yeah, that's true. They really have evolved because my mom was a huge Chuck Norris fan. Yeah, yeah she was. <laughs> She's like Walker, Texas Ranger and shit. And that's where I know Chuck Norris from. And it was always like super exaggerated, like action, you know, like where you're like, what the fuck? They get like the right angle and he's like flipping some dude. <laughs> it's just weird. It's a whole different game now when it comes to action. So, like, I don't really look for huge dudes, like, anymore as intimidating because, like, in these action movies nowadays, you find some guy who's just sitting at the end of the bar and motherfucker comes up out of nowhere and goes all James Bond on your ass. So I got fucking Bruce Willis and The Rock left last two. Pros and cons, shit, I think. So Bruce Willis, in my head, is, like, so iconic in the action genre. He, like, he had hit after hit after hit when he was... I think it's like in the early 90s, maybe the 80s-ish. And that's not just action he had. I think he was in the fucking Sixth Sense. But he was just dropping hit after hit after hit. And he's got that tough guy, the demeanor. He like he would always just have the fucking the dickies on and the wife beater, you know? Motherfucker that's, right, that's rocking a wife beater in a movie, you know he's a badass. It's called the wife beater for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> domestic abuse. Then you got The Rock. Now, the Fast and the Furious movies, I fucking hate them. After like the fourth one, after like the fifth or sixth one, I just, I don't buy it. But I do understand casting The Rock because he does give you that badass 
especially when he plays like an authoritative figure, like a cop or something. He fits that mold of like, I'm a badass cop who's been in the game for 20 years. Don't fuck with me. You know, just big, bald, authority motherfucker. So he makes perfect sense to me. And in like an authority way, I think he's more badass if he plays that kind of a role. Like I, I'd buy the action more from him when he's the good guy than when he's the bad guy. Uh-huh. Plus, my favorite rock movie, which I think is like his best movie, is Walking Tall. And he does some fucking damage in Walking Tall. Trash. He fucks up. Yeah. Nah, you, just fuck with you. you think it's trash, but he fucks. No, nah, no, nah, I like that movie. He fucks all those dude up in a casino with like a two by four. And it seems legit because that's how I picture like a small town going down. You know, he lives in a small town where they, what are those called? Where they do the wood and shit. <laughs> a lumber town. Yeah. It's like a town with a mill and that's like the whole business. Yeah. Yeah. So that the casino shady as fuck. So the fact that he goes in there with just a piece of wood and beats these motherfuckers ass. Straight vigilante. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. like, hell yeah. Like, he can play that. And I bought it. Like, Walking Tall is one of my... It's one of those movies that's one of my favorites. Personally, right? Because I know it's not, like, the greatest movie in the world. But personally, I think I could watch it every time it's on just because I enjoy it. Well, yeah. I mean, like, his strength is believable. It's not like fucking... Dominic Toretto, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's totally believable because you know he's huge. Yeah, yeah. Because even even Vin Diesel's like huge, you know, or like buff, but like they pushed it too far to where his strength's like unbelievable, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah. They kind of yeah, fuck Toretto, fuck that whole franchise. So The Rock's dope. Walking Tall is cool. I get that he's like he fits the action mold, and I understand it. But Bruce Willis to me, I think it's just too iconic. He's in all the Die Hard movies. He's also in Pulp Fiction. You know, he plays like a boxer, fucking gets his ass beat. And there's a movie that is also one of my favorite movies that not a lot of I don't think a lot of people have seen it. It's called the uh, The Whole Nine Yards. Mm-hmm. And he's like a contracted killer. It's got Matthew Perry in it, the fucking Chandler from Friends. Uh huh. He's like the his friend and they got this it's kind of like rush hour kind of feel where like one's hardcore one's instead of both of them being funny and hardcore it's like one's hardcore and the other one's funny they got that whole fucking rep fucking shit going yeah but bruce willis i don't care what movie i see him in it just feels like he's hardcore like the rock doesn't feel hardcore in all the movies because he plays a lot of like he caters to kids a lot like he's in a lot of kid type shit like Jumanji, um, just he's more of a family actor, I would describe him, right? The Rock? Yeah, like if I see him in a movie, I could see it being a family movie. Even though he's badass in the movie, it, he's got that family. Well, yeah, a lot of his earlier movies were like in kids' movies. Yeah, so it makes and even sense. his like recent ones, you know, like he does Kevin Hart movies, which are funny and like family oriented, and fucking Jumanji, which is obviously a kids' movie because it's about a fucking board game and it's funny. But then Bruce Willis, like, anything I see him in, I just think, motherfucking badass. Even in like the two episodes of Friends where he guest features, he's like a motherfucking badass. So I can't deny it. So I'm taking Bruce Willis and I'm losing The Rock. All right. I couldn't smell what he was cooking, man. Yeah. You remember that line? I fucking love that line. When I was a kid. He yeah, just can yells you smell? It. Yeah, he just yells it into the mic. Yeah, man, him and fucking uh, Stone Cold. Him and Stone Cold, they're so iconic, bro. In wrestling? Yeah, yeah, just like everything they did, you know? 
Because even as kids, we were watching, like, Stone Cold, like, smash two beers together, and we thought that was so cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we really did. It was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's got to go. So, I got Bruce Willis and... Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan left. Pros and cons for both. Jackie Chan. Well, these both these guys are legends, so that's pros to me. Um, so, a con for Jackie Chan for me, like, it's hard for me to see him, like... Because I haven't seen a lot of Jackie Chan, like even older Jackie Chan, it's hard for me to see him as like a, a force to be reckoned with, I guess. Because he just seems like he has a very calm demeanor, you know? You've seen the Karate Kid though, right? Yeah, I've seen the he, Karate he Kid. He calmly beats like six 12-year-olds ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the part that's hard to get past is the 12-year-old part. <laughs> so, I'm going to... And Bruce Willis. So Bruce Willis, I, I've seen selective movies of him too, and I know his biggest like movies that I've heard of are Die Hard, the Die Hard series, but I've never seen it. I've seen like Tears of the Sun, and I've seen Red. Tears of the Red Sun's movies. the one with Ice Cube, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Someone, I seen the nice military shit. one. Yeah, the military one's good. Um, so I'm gonna keep Bruce Willis because I just like his overall demeanor seems a lot more like action, badass, hardcore. That's Whereas true. Jackie Chan, it's a little bit more comedy than I know. Comedic. Yeah. And it's weird, too, because the whole Red movie, like, it's an action comedy. And that's one of the movies I have seen. But even then, like, he just seems like such a serious guy. So Bruce Willis is staying, getting rid of Jackie Chan. I think it's, like, his half-baldness, bro. Like, Bruce Willis isn't bald, but he's got, like, a little bit of hair. It just makes him seem more hardcore. He just balds well. Yeah, he's yeah, he's like one of the few people that's balding and it looks good. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. I'm sticking to my guns. You getting rid of Jackie Chan? Yep. Damn. Jackie Chan was my number one. I just fucking love Jackie Chan movies, dude. There's I've seen like all his movies. All the Jackie Chan's? Yeah. Up to a certain point. Like I started with like a nineteen like his movies in the early nineties and then I saw them all the way up until that the recent one he did that's called like spies or some shit where he's like a fucking neighbor to someone and he's like a secret spy yeah yeah or some shit i just like him in general i'm 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 biased towards jackie chan i'm not even gonna lie i'm like a f- pretty hardcore fan yeah i remember watching um fallen forbidden kingdom it's like this movie that came out where jackie chan and jet lee are in the movie together uh-huh and it's the first time they ever did a movie together and they like fight each other I remember going to theaters and like with my friends and they're like arguing over who's better, Jet Li or Jackie Chan, because they're the two main Asian dudes. And I was like, fuck no, dude. Jackie Chan will fuck him up. Jet Li can't do shit. Even though Jet Li's probably been in more hardcore movies. Yeah, and I feel like it wasn't... I'm getting them confused. I don't fucking know, man. (laughs) Well, who do you think he was? Because Jet Li, that one punch, like inch punch guy. No, that's Bruce Lee. Is it? Yeah, the one punch, that's Bruce Lee. That's a real thing. He really did that, and Jet Li's an actor. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, see, I'm getting confused. Who's like a martial artist. All right, we're going to move on. I ended up getting rid of The Rock. You got rid of who? I got rid of The Who. No, you got rid of who? Oh, oh, I got rid of... uh, I'm asking who. I know, I'm just fucking with you. I got rid of Jackie Chan. All right, bro. There's some serious shit going on in the world. And we're going to talk about it. And some shit that's not that serious. But 
the U.S. is pulling out of Afghanistan, right? Yeah. And we're doing it. So it's not like a slow three-month plan. It's like a, we're fucking dipping. I mean, it was set up before, obviously, but like it all happened within a week, right? They just kind of dipped. Yeah, so I guess uh, Trump talked to the Taliban. He said he was going to be out by May, May 1st. But then we changed presidents. Biden decides to keep whatever agreement they had, but he extended the time because he didn't think May 1st was like feasible or whatever. Right, right. So he saved it till August. And so I guess we've been pulling out. We've been pulling out of. Um, we've been pulling out of Afghanistan since the beginning of August. But while that's happening, fucking troops are leaving. Taliban's like moving into those areas where they're leaving and shit. So uh, I don't know how why it escalated so quickly. I think because they were getting near the capital of Afghanistan, and uh, the fucking president of of Afghanistan ended up fucking fleeing, dude. I don't even know if they know where he's at or what the fuck. Well, yeah. Well, he fled because they were gonna kill his ass. Yeah. So he's fucking. He fled, and then uh, the first sight I saw of any like fucking disturbance was like this fucking plane taking off. And all the Afghanistan people, like, trying to hold on to it and shit. So that's, like, the first thing I saw. And then later on, I saw when the plane was actually in the air, like, people were fucking falling off of it. It was crazy. Yeah, everybody's seen the videos because they're going viral as fuck. Fucking Afghani citizens, like, storming U.S. bases and trying to get on planes, trying to, like, get in their, like, vehicles. And just, it's like an outcry of, like, let us go with you, kind of. Uh-huh. Because the U.S. has been in control of the area for what fucking twenty years now. Yeah, it's been twenty years, and they didn't even we didn't get rid of the Taliban. And I don't, I don't want to pretend like I fucking know all the intrinsic shit, like why we really went there, why we're not there, but I know we're there, and I know that their goal was to get rid of the Taliban, right? But it's just it was really hard to do it because they're hiding and. It was like guerrilla warfare. Like they would hide, fight you, and then go hide in mountains and shit, right? That's like the general yeah. gist of it. So they're having a hard time getting rid of them. And their citizens and our citizens have argued that the whole reason that we're there isn't legit anyway, right? Or like that we should leave. Like there's a big, there's always been a big push that we should, <laughs> sorry, that we should stop the effort in the Middle East and like, bring the troops home and shit. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's always been like a, an agreement that we've been there too long. So, I mean, like everybody wanted to pull out, but nobody really knew exactly how to do it. So then Biden comes into office and decides to go forward with the whole uh, plan that they had with the Taliban. And uh, obviously not the right way because, I mean, you're literally just like. I don't think there is a right way. I think. That's that's the thing. Yeah, uh, you leave slowly over a year. Let's say he leaves slowly over a year, or doing what he did, and you leave in a month with like set dates or whatever it is. Either way, I think the people were screwed there, and especially the people that like openly supported the U.S. military. Uh-huh. So I do think the U.S. I think we're responsible for them. Like if there's people that are openly like helped you, gave you information. Um, even like to like the lowest levels, like let's say there's groups of people. I don't know if this is true, but like volunteered to like give you food or translate any of that kind of shit. 
anybody that directly helped in any kind of way, I feel like we're responsible for those people because the Taliban or whatever is going to for sure target those people first. You know, like set an, you set an example by getting rid of the people that supported your enemy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a hun- I 100% think we need to evacuate those people for sure. But there's no way we can evacuate the whole country, right? And it feels kind of shitty that you have to pick and choose. Yeah, it's a shitty thing. But you have to. Like, if you just let a bunch of people on a plane, you don't know who's getting on the plane. Yeah. Obviously, once you get to wherever you're going, there's going to be some checks or something, right? But, I mean, you just really don't know. It's it's a hard, hard situation because the Taliban are, like, coming. They're doing fucking press interviews. Yeah, they took over the country. And it's, they're it's telling pretty people, much hey, you know, we want those people to stay. All the translators and stuff, they're like, stay and make Afghanistan great, you know, or something like that. Along those lines is what they're saying. They do say stuff like that, but can, I don't know. I don't trust them. Like, I get maybe they want to make their country better because that makes sense. But they're all, they also want to deal with, like, the values, their specific values. Yeah. And I don't know wh- exactly what it is, and I don't know why exactly they're bad. I just know that they're not great because... If the Taliban taking over was like a good thing or if the country thought it was a good thing, you wouldn't see so many people fucking freak out so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's just because, you know, here's where I kind of get confused, too, is like the whole Al-Qaeda and the Taliban thing. Like who's who? Yeah, because I I, I feel know. like they have the same sort of like views and shit. So, I mean, there's like beheadings, public stonings, things like that are happening because... A woman showed her face or something. So it's, it has to do a lot with, like, their core values and stuff. And that's why people are terrified. Yeah, they, they get really pissed over, like, adultery, right? Yeah, yeah. Adultery and um, what's the other one? It's, like, if you're not, if you, like, have, like, Christian values or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, religious shit, too. It's pretty crazy. And just watching those videos, like, they had that one famous kid who fell off the plane, right? I guess he was holding on to the landing gear, you said, and he fell off and died, and he was, like, a national soccer player. Yeah, yeah, like the youth Afghanistan soccer team. That's crazy, because, like, just that sentence makes me think his life wasn't that bad with the U.S. there, right? Like, he he was able to play for the international team. I'm sure he got to go visit, like, other countries playing for, like, the youth national team and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So his day-to-day probably wasn't terrible with the U.S. occupation. And as soon as they left, like, he knew, or his family knew, whoever the fuck pushed him to do it, knew it was going to go to shit, like, hardcore. So he was willing to fucking jump on a plane and fall to his death. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, bro. Because in my head, even, I feel like, even if I was in a very strong sense of like danger like if i really felt like i needed to evacuate a place i think i'd still not jump on the landing gear of a plane because what are they, they can't even land the plane you're gonna die like in the air or landing or taking off there's no way to ride the wheels of a plane well i think they go into the plane so and they were they just got, hoping to hold on they were hoping to hold on yeah but that shit's going like i mean hundreds of miles per hour yeah plus you're getting hit with all that like the wind must be fucking crazy yeah and you're gonna try to hold on to this wheel or like the the metal on the fu- the metal part of it, I guess. Uh-huh. That's crazy to me. I wonder how like 
I had this thought when I first saw it, right? I was like, how do families that have sent like soldiers, a lot of U.S. families have had family members die there that are like fighting this war. How do all those people feel knowing that we just left the country and the people they were fighting the whole time took over the country in like less than a week? And, you know, they lost their dads, they lost their brothers, they lost their sisters. Like, that doesn't seem legit. It seems like, what the fuck did we, what the fuck's the point? Like, why did this person die? So that you guys could just leave 20 years later and the situation got no better? I don't know, man. It's hard to know without... um, Being the president? (laughs) No, without, like, speaking to people, because I'm just, like... I'm making my assumptions. My yeah, I'm making these assumptions based on like videos I see of people like talking to their families there. Cause there was this video, this lady who said, "I just talked to my cousin on the phone. He used to be a banker, but there's no more banks anymore. He's really freaked out because he's got a bunch of tattoos all over his arms, and the Taliban are really against tattoos, so he doesn't know what he's gonna do. So I mean, I think there's a lot of terrified people because they got used to a certain lifestyle and being able. Oh, to well, you're talking about like an Afghanistan yeah, person. Yeah. And their family lives here now? Well, yeah, the lady lived here and she was talking to her cousin in Afghanistan, yeah. Um, You think there's like an American life, like that city, the main occupied, like cities that were occupied or have more of an American lifestyle now because it's been 20 years? Yeah, yeah. I mean... That makes sense because cultures do, like, it's not... Well, I think in the capital, you know, because that's where, like, most of the, uh, where we were occupying and shit, you know? So, I mean, they got used to, like... Western culture? Yeah. And, Some Western and culture? they really f- frown upon that shit, you know? So, those are the people that are terrified and don't even know if they're going to be able to get out. Because right now, they're they're working on getting out people that helped them while they were there. They're not really worried about anybody else at this point. So, I don't know, man. We'll just... It's, it's a fucking tough situation, man. I was sitting there talking to my mom and my wife about it and shit. And it kind of, like... It's sad, bro. It's really sad, you know? Like, it just makes you deeply think about how lucky you are to live in a country where you don't really have to worry about that, you know? Like, at all? Yeah, yeah at like, all. <laughs> There's no chance at all that I think that would ever happen. It's here. so crazy, right? Because you, you re- you'll read that or you read the North Korea shit that we talked about last week, and then you're like, damn. And, you, and you, it's sad. But what? An hour maybe not even that long later you're at fucking the burger king drive-thru getting something to eat and just living your regular cushy kind of life yeah because i mean it makes you feel helpless too because i mean you get used to like this way of living and stuff you know and then in one week everything changes and i know a girl that used to work with me right yeah she does prep she did the prep food and shit and she would go to there to i'm not sure if she went to like Afghanistan or Iraq or whatever. Uh huh. But she would go over there a lot, and then she ended up getting married over there, and had, she's pregnant now, but she's here, right? Uh huh. So for someone like that, I bet they're fucking like freaked the fuck out because her husband lives there, or in the in the Middle East or whatever, and there's so much like unrest. How the fuck do you even? I don't even know how the fuck you live a normal life here. Like, if I had family that lived there the whole time, I feel like I'd be fucking paranoid and anxious, like, every day. Like, if you had family there and you're living here? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure, man. Because so much uncertainty, you know, like even just that lady talking to her cousin, like she's breaking down on the video, like crying and saying like, you know, we need help. We don't know what's going to happen. She even, I think she even said like, this might be the last time I talk to him and shit. Like, it's just fucked up. Because she's that freaked out? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you just, there's so much uncertainty. You don't know what the fuck, like what sort of government the Taliban is going to establish, you know, I hope something good where like they can balance everything. But I mean, you just don't know. Yeah. Cause it's possible to have like, I don't know what you want to call it. Like political control or like government control of your country, but then kind of, you know, make it better for the people. Obviously you have to kind of fall in line with their values. You got to fall in line with what they, the Taliban wants. But maybe, like, after the dust is settled and they establish their ways, you can live under that and have a good life. I'm not going to say, like, you'll have, like, the uh, like freedom necessarily, but you can still fucking have a family and live your fucking days. You know, I know it's bullshit because, like, certain families in North Korea are, like, lucky and they're born in the higher class people. But... Like China, right? China's still like people can live good lives in China, even though their government's kind of bullshit. Like, as, like as long as you like, as long as you stay conform, your, man. Yeah, like if you conform, much, yeah. you, have, you have to conform. Once you're in that in those kind of situations, you have to conform until, I don't know, you can build up enough revolution to fucking take over yourself, or unless someone helps you. It's like it's like weird too. It's because they pulled out troops, right? And I heard that Biden like approved like three or four thousand more soldiers to go help control the situation at the airport. Oh, because so uh, people can leave or stay or whatever. So they're not jumping on planes. Because you don't know as soon as people are as soon as like we fully pull out, we don't know if they're gonna shut down the country and say nobody can leave. You know, we don't fucking know. Oh, yeah. Because right now they're still letting in, even though the Taliban has taken over everything. Yeah. They can't really stop the U.S. planes from showing up yet. No, they're just no, they're because, just banking. Yeah, we're still fucking occupying that that space right there. So they're just banking on as soon as they leave, they take over everything, and then no more entry is what you're saying. Well, that's the thing. We don't know what they're gonna do. We don't know if they're gonna keep it open, if they're gonna close it. There's uncertainty with that. So, I even heard about like people that work closely with the interpreters and stuff. Like we're trying to direct the interpreters like privately where to go through like their connections and shit in the military. So So they could get out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's really fucked up. Nothing's organized. Yeah. But that's, that's like a, that's like a cool thing. Right. I mean, I know it's It's fucked up. It's cool to do that. Yeah. But I mean, who knows how reliable the information is because it's so like chicken with your head cut off sort of over there. I get that. That makes, cause what's that soldier that we, we talked about the one that, uh, went through all that shit where his like whole, all the other seals died and he's the only one that survived. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. And then he, and then he got saved by a group of people. Well, it was specifically one guy in this village became like best friends with him, and then his got name, him out and moved him to the U.S. Yeah, his name is Marcus Luttrell. Yeah, Luttrell, that's who it is, and he. He was actually on Joe Rogan, and he talked about how that guy lives in Texas with him. Yeah, he saved him. him. After that guy saved him, then he got out. He sent in or convinced them to send in more SEALs to save that guy's whole family and, like, bring him to America, Yeah, shit was crazy. He got him, like, 
citizenship and stuff. So that's pretty dope. Yeah, man. The Afghanistan shit's crazy. We're gonna have to wait and see what happens. Hopefully. Yeah, it's crazy. We were talking with one crazy. of our buddies, and I was thinking that already. Like, we're living through a part of history right now. Like, it seems so weird, you know, hearing that there is like a. A rebellion group taking over the fucking a country. You know? I feel like it's a part of history that won't even be taught. Cause it's like, cause like think about it. Vietnam, right? Vietnam happened, but because the U.S. didn't completely successfully like leave or win or whatever there was, whatever it was in school or just regular classes. I'm not talking if you're interested in it, cause you can obviously learn about it if you're interested and take certain classes. But in regular high school, did you ever learn about Vietnam? Um, no, not, not specifically. I never, I don't remember ever, uh, ever talking about Vietnam. But I feel like it's enough in like our culture that we know about it, you know, from like movies or like, because I, I, you know, as far as I know from Vietnam, like when soldiers came back from that war, they were getting spit on and shit because they didn't even want the war at all. The people here. So, I mean, I know a little bit about it without actually being taught it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. you see it from movies and shit, and then you like look up your own shit. Yeah, I'm just saying that like whenever the U.S. doesn't seem to have like a complete victory, does the government put that in the fucking books? You know, like for the general public. Obviously, if you're in college and you're into history and you go fucking learn about it yourself, you know the facts. But everybody who just goes through high school and then does some other shit in college, your history is very tailored to like u.s victories or like conflicts but like we still man we're the ones that come out on top or whatever yeah yeah so it's just hard for me to think like oh you know what they're gonna put that in there and be like we fucked up afghanistan then we left yeah i mean it's it's a long history man i think they're gonna talk about us occupying for 20 years and then leaving and i mean the whole the big picture of everything you know maybe not just this this part of it you know but uh, it's definitely a moment that's going to be stamped in history. Because, I mean... That'd be crazy. You have kids. Imagine, like, your kid shows up, comes home at, like, 15 years old, and he's like, hey, Dad, just learned about Afghanistan and U.S. history. <laughs> yeah. You have to help him with his homework, and you're like, hey, man, I lived through this. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy to see that in, like, uh, one of his homework assignments or something. Like, yeah, I mean... Because there's still people around from, like, World War Two, right? Or I think, World War One. I. I think... There's one guy, one or there's only like a couple of people still alive because that's like a hundred years ago now. Yeah, that, that I mean, that's crazy because I mean, World War One is World War Two like, is what like eighty years ago. I don't fucking I don't know history. <laughs> it's I'm trying to do math in my head. I think it's like a hundred years, not eighty to a hundred. It's been a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, there's still people alive now that you can talk to about that part of history, and you know, you hear a lot about it as well. So, just crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, bro, it's fucking crazy. And there's crazy shit going on in all aspects of life and in the world. And something else that I know isn't a serious topic, but I thought was fucking hilarious and kind of crazy. OnlyFans is no longer going to fucking have like nudity and adult sexual shit, con like that kind of content on their platform. And that is the fucking platform. Like, I know that's not what they intended, right? But it's like, hey, you throw a rock out there meaning to do one thing. It does something else. Ride that wave, bro. Whoever it's owns like, it, ride that wave. It's like, yeah, you throw one fucking fishing pull out and expect to catch one fish and you got like 20 fishes off that one hook, you know? Yeah, bro. You're not going to be like, oh, I established OnlyFans so that people can have like, it's like Patreon. 
yeah. then all this other shit goes on. It basically ends up becoming like Patreon porn. Yeah, it's it's really weird to me because like I picture it like YouTube saying because I picture YouTube to me is like a bunch of vlogs that people do of their daily yeah, lives. Yeah, yep, yep. So I picture like YouTube saying no more vlogs. You know, we're just gonna do little kid trampoline shit. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. It it I don't know their I know why they would do it because they don't want to have that kind of content on their platform. But once your platform becomes that and it's success, successful and especially now like this day and age where people are so open about like sexuality and like all that kind of shit and powering plus size models and all kinds of bullshit that's going on nowadays. Your website kind of fit that need, even though it's kind of like a weird ass thing. Just fucking cash in, bro. I wouldn't give a shit. Like if I started that meant for one thing and then it turned into something else and like, I would just take advantage of it, cash in or if you don't really like it, fucking sell it. Cause you're not going to be as successful yeah, I wonder why they're doing it. Is it like a moral thing, or because I mean, like businesses are all about money, you know? And literally, this is bringing them in money because there's this girl on David Dobrik's blogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Corinna Koff or something like that. Right, right. She uh, she started OnlyFans and was talking about how she was making like a million dollars in like her first month. She made a million dollars. What What's the cut you think for the that, website? That's what I was wondering too. You know, I'm sure it's a small fee per like subscription or something. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm guessing like 25% or something. Cause I know when you do Twitch, it's like 50, 50. Oh, it is. Once you become a, like a partner or an affiliate or whatever it is, and you start making money, they take half and it's not 50-50 on everything. Like, if you sell merch and shit, that's all you. It's just star donations, but, right? But it's 50-50 off of the subscriptions to your page. And, like, I think it might be even a different percentage for, like, the money you use to gamble on your page or whatever. Like, all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of subscribers, they get half of what you're doing, right? So, like, if OnlyFans took a dollar from subscribers, you're still fucking making a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, what are they really doing? Like hosting the website is basically what they're doing, you know? Yeah, because you can host the website and your intent can be like, this is just meant for like a Patreon. So you can like talk to your fans. And just because people are using it a different way, like you still, you can stand behind that. You can be like, this is what it's for. And because they're using it like that, it's not against the rules, but that's just how they choose to use it. Yeah. You know, having a started like a new business and shit, I'm always like, I always got like this business mindset because we always used to talk about businesses even before I started this. Right. And um, I'm like thinking somebody needs to capitalize on this and start an only nudes or something. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Jump yeah, in yeah. there and fucking like give them the alternative so they can restart it. But because people are going to be looking for it. I think the main thing, though, is that like OnlyFans, because it's not designated porn, you know, it's not Pornhub. It's not like a porn website. Yeah, yeah. People are more open to the idea of like, oh, this girl's doing it for money or whatever. Whereas like, because regular porn websites and shit, I'm pretty sure they already had like subscription type stuff or like pay money or donations or whatever it is. Uh huh. But it's almost like a sense of that feels way more dirty than if like you support some random girl who's doing OnlyFans. Because while while she's being like, while it's like nude pictures and stuff, mostly it's not like pornographic videos. Yeah, well, the thing about OnlyFans is compared to like a Pornhub site, right? Is that these people got famous before they started doing that, basically. Because, like, whenever I'm scrolling through my TikTok 
these girls will come up and it'll be like some sort of lead to like their their fucking OnlyFans or something, right? And so we're like on porn sites. I've heard of like people are like being forced to make these movies. You don't know where they're coming from. Well, I'm like, just talking about like from the amateur side though. So it just feels, even though it's the same thing pretty much, like an amateur person putting porn on a website and an amateur person putting like nude pictures and what can be conceived as porn on OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. Is the same thing almost, but it just feels less dirty if you're on, if like people are going on OnlyFans. Like if your sister was not to say your sister's gross, but if your sister was like, hey, I'm going to start an OnlyFans. You'd be like, fucking take advantage of your shit, even though you're maybe not 100% with it, right? But if she was like, I'm going to be a porn star, you'd be like, whoa, okay, come, whoa. What the fuck you talking about? Like, just in your head. If, if yeah, I, I don't feel want, like it's, I don't want to talk about that. Maybe yeah, not, let's not, talk about your sister. No, not ne- not specifically your sister. I'm just saying in general, like if somebody's family a member random woman, yeah. had an OnlyFans, you'd be way more supportive than of a random, of someone you knew had a fucking porn. No. No, I feel like it's the same lu- like lucrative thing. Like people don't want to be known like by their family members that they do any either of those. But I get what you're saying. Where like it feels like, and OnlyFans is like almost like a safe space, like cleaner version. Yeah, sort of yeah. Thing. It's because like- they are making that argument right now that it's um it's keeping like women off the streets. Somebody said that's that, a stupid argument, which I thought <laughs> it was stupid as hell. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's dumb as fuck. But I mean, it is a platform where women can go and like because we talk about it a lot, where we're like. Man, it's a lot easier for a woman to make money online like that because men are more gross, like perverted. pigs, bro. Yeah, as a as compared to like women, you know. So it's just a weird thing, yeah, because it's a part of their platform. Like, I I would I would bet money that like at least eighty to ninety percent of the content on there is explicit content. It's like Facebook coming up and being like, you know what, we're Facebook, but we're gonna get rid of Messenger. Yeah, that's basically what people use Facebook for. Like, yeah, you maybe scroll through your through the wall and like look at videos and shit. But most people on Facebook are on there because you can message everybody because it's like, oh, we're kicking like Corinna cough off of this. We want to open our platform to someone like David Dobrik. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's weird. I don't know. They're trying to be like the YouTube or something. Yeah, I don't get it. I think I think they're going to go the way of MySpace. And I think somebody's going to take advantage of that and. Facebook become like the Facebook. They're going to Zuckerberg it. Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, I think this is a bad move and I'm really curious to know why they're doing it. You know, is it the moral compass or was there some, I mean, I really don't see money wise why they would do it. Yeah. Like who owns the company? Maybe the company's owned by like some super religious CEO guys who just never intended it for it to be what it is. And it's like, well, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy, man. We didn't write this shit down, but that like brings me into you were mentioning to me how YouTube just threw out YouTube shorts, which is a YouTube TikTok. So you can basically now, if you already have a YouTube channel or whatever, you can make 15 second videos like TikTok, but on YouTube. Yeah, that's exactly how I explained it to you. I told you that it was a a fucking TikTok for YouTube. Yeah, and you said your kids love fucking love it. Well, my younger son, he like. I'll, I'll get my phone back from him and he's always on those shorts, dude. And then he'll be like, look at this. It's funny. He just cut up a banana. <laughs> and he shows you all that stuff, right? Yeah. And this is like the opposite of like, well, only so only fans is getting rid of their most profitable fucking shit, in my opinion. And YouTube is like, oh, look at TikTok fucking making all this bank. Let's just fucking make our own. 
It's like a whole different mindset, right? They're like, fuck it. We'll put whatever on here. Yeah. I, I fucking got on that after you told me about it, the YouTube shorts. I was like, oh, let me check this out. And I was like scrolling through them. You're like, it's exactly like TikTok. <laughs> it looks like a very, you know how TikTok kind of looks elegant almost? Yeah, yeah. Because they've, they've had it for a long time. So they've like optimized how the screen looks when you scroll and shit. Yeah. The YouTube one, because it's a beta, it looks like TikTok, but like a, a rough version of it. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to polish it up. But like right now, it's like a rough version of TikTok. And to be honest, I scrolled through it for like five minutes and it's just a bunch of people reposting their TikTok content. And I can tell because you know how TikTok has the specific type of text and specific kinds of like shit you can add to edit it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you get the watermarks to say TikTok on them. Like a bunch of the videos in the YouTube thing is just TikTok videos. Watermarks yeah, it's shit. just the TikTok videos. Yeah, that's funny. But I think it's I think it's genius, bro. If you got the fucking money to just make the same shit happen, why not? Well, it's like Instagram and Snapchat, right? Like they did the whole like Snapchat is Has literally stories. Instagram stories. No, like Snapchat whole platform. Snapchat had Snapchat. the stories first. Yeah, they did. But I'm saying like Instagram stories because Instagram is more of like a Pictures. photo yeah. sort of platform where Snapchat is literally just movies that disappear. Or videos that disappear, you know? And that's exactly what Instagram stole from Snapchat was the stories. Yeah. That's smart, though, bro. You got to steal what's, what people are doing. Or, like, if you see somebody succeeding with a certain thing, like, I don't know. Let's say some fucking... You're doing the pancake shit now and the funnel mm-hmm. cakes. Yeah. Obviously, like, before you started it, you were like, you know what? This You see that, like, funnel cakes at fairs or whatever, and you're like, people love this shit. Why don't I just offer it year round? Yeah, yeah. It's funny, too, because... You got to take the initiative to do it. Yesterday, my uh, sister-in-law came home, and she's like, oh, my friend told me they do mini pancakes and meridians. I was like, what the fuck? So I looked it up. I couldn't find shit, so I don't know if she's telling the truth, but yeah. Well, you, yeah, there's people who do that shit in Meridian now? I guess. That's what she said, but I didn't see anything. They might have jumped on your bandwagon, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's it's quick, man. I, I, don't, I don't mind sharing the cheddar, you know? <laughs> sharing the cheddar you don't hear many people refer to money as cheddar anymore it's like a slice of the pie you know slice of the pie that makes fucking that's so fucking funny to me man a slice of the pie oh so facebook right we mentioned it and how they basically stole myspace not really stole it but you know it's just they took over it was a cooler version of myspace and they own instagram so they're always innovating and doing all kinds of shit because they want to keep their... They know that if they don't keep doing cool shit, it'll just fall to the side like Instagram did and all those other... Not Instagram, like a Pinterest. Do people still use Pinterest? That's so funny you bring that up. My wife was asking me that this last week. She's like, do people still use Pinterest? I mean, it's still a thing. Yeah, but I mean, just in general, a lot of stuff falls off, right? Yeah, I know yeah. they're still famous, but like it falls off. And now they're doing some shit where they're trying to take over Zoom calls. They're doing like virtual Zoom calls. Um, So they call it virtual meetings, basically. And it's where like he says they've been using it at Facebook for like years, months or years or whatever. And he says that it's worked really great. But basically you put on a VR headset, puts you like in a digital. But is it, is it like do they send you a legit headset or is it just like set it up on your phone and then put on like one of those? No, no, no. Yeah. Things? You have to have like an actual VR like set. Okay. Yeah, so you put it on and it puts you in a digital conference room. And people that don't have VRs, they put them up on like a TV, like video thing. It's weird. Honestly, like the people that were talking about it were like, oh, 
they're just making it more boring than it was. But I mean, I'd, I'd go to one of those meetings. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's because because of the pandemic, right? Yeah, Zoom yeah, calls basically. like that's a whole market. Like, like I'm sure Zooms and shit was already trying to do something, right? But most companies were like, we don't fucking need this. Our people come here. We'll just have a meeting. Yeah. Then the pandemic happened and then Zoom like blew up. They're like, you have to use us now. And it became even more than a business thing. Fucking podcasters, uh, YouTubers, all those kinds of people were using Zoom to create content, including like comedians, all kinds of shit, right? So it like evolved into like a social platform. Yes. So I think he's trying to do that with it. He's trying to just like take out the part that's business from it and it was like hey we can make meetings even better where you can still be at home but you can be immersed in like the office space yeah and i don't know if they're going to uh like charge a fee for this like make it a commercial thing going to be yeah because i mean i'm I'm assuming they are because they're creating they're basically creating like a digital form of uh that platform you were talking about zoom yeah zoom you know just like a Sims version of it. I picture. You I know? think that'd be cooler, honestly. Like, if my business, if my fucking boss was like, "Hey, we have a meeting on Zoom," I'd be like, "Ugh!" Like, they're gonna. You almost feel like you kind of have to be dressed or like well groomed, you know? I can't just jump on a Zoom meeting with my boss and fucking being a dirty ass T-shirt and my hair all fucked up because he'll look at me like I'm fucking stupid. I, I feel like this is a step to like where later on it's gonna be like. Ready oh, player I gotta one. go to work. Let me put on my VR shit. <laughs> and there's like a machine at your actual work and you're controlling it through like the VR. That'd be cool. That'd be crazy as but fuck. In, but in terms of the meetings, I would totally do the VR thing. Because you could put it on and you're there mentally, but I could be in my fucking underwear at home. It's like, oh shit, my robotic arm broke. We gotta shut down the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking... I think it's a cool idea, dude. I've always wanted to try virtual reality. I haven't even tried like a legit one. I I uh I had like the Samsung VR thing, and I think it's a little bit better than the Google VR thing because it actually had like a wand and shit. And I thought it was pretty cool. I was playing like zombie games and shit. Dude, in like 1999, my cousin Abraham had like what I think virtual reality was trying to come to, right? Because like back then, technology is shit. But they had this video game system where, like, it had a headband. You tied it to your head, and then there was, like, a screen. It almost looked like a telescope, you know, Uh like, that you would use in a submarine. Yeah, yeah. Like, in front of your face. And you'd look at it, and it was reflecting off of the, uh, like, the top of it where, like, the actual game screen was somehow. Uh So imagine, like, a Dragon Ball Z scouter. You know, like, the toy scouters, like, the or whatever they use in the show to like power levels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that, but like a video game. So you kind of had to look at it with your eyes right in front of you. And then you'd play with the controller in your hand like this. And you're just looking up. That's fucking weird. And it wasn't, Oh, I think I know what you're talking about, but it wasn't really virtual reality, but it's like, was it for like a Nintendo system? No, it was like its own little system. Oh really? But it seemed almost like a precursor to what virtual reality became, right? It's like you have a control in your hand and this headband thing that covers your eyes. I thought you were talking about like one of those uh, Viewmaster things <laughs> where like you put the little circle thing in and you flip it. Oh, no. Kaleido- yeah. well, not a kaleidoscope, a fucking... I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it yeah. shows you like the others. You can look at like the sea and shit. Yeah, yeah. They call them Viewmasters, I guess. But uh, yeah. No, no, it was like a legit little mini, like a cheap ass video game, right? It's fucking weird. Dude. But it, like basically instead of having it on a screen, this little screen was like right in front of your face. That's pretty cool. So it wasn't virtual reality, but it was like, let's put this as close to your face as we can. 
Crazy, man. So kind of sticking to the topic of technology, I know we didn't even mention this, but I don't know if you've heard of all these breaches with uh, cell phone companies. What does that even mean? Like they're stealing your information? Yeah. So uh, basically they found information on the dark web of people selling like your personal information. Have you ever used the dark web? No, I haven't. It scares the shit out of me, to be honest. It's fucking crazy. But I know you have like a friend that's dabbled in it pretty I've, hard. I've been on the dark web. Not nec- not me personally, but like my friends have been on the dark web. Yeah, and yeah. I also was watching him on the dark web just to see what's up. Freaks me out, dude. There's so much. Di- it's crazy the amount of information they can steal. Because like you could buy a Netflix account on there and they'll give you some people's random ass password and like username. And then you use it, right? For, yeah. as, for as long as you can until they realize that there's too many screens or they try to connect it to too many screens or something. So I know people that have like had a Netflix account for a year and only paid $5 for the initial buy uh-huh. off of the dark web. And Jesus. and then after a year, eventually the people who have the actual account like either cancel it or change the password or something so you can't log in anymore. That's crazy. And that's just Netflix. So I can imagine how many fucking credit card numbers and shit you can buy off that fucking crazy-ass website. Yeah, so basically these hackers like stole a bunch of information from uh, T-Mobile and from um, AT&T. AT&T. Yeah, and... Um, I guess the breach was way bigger for AT&T because apparently... They Don't they own a, T-Mobile? No. I thought they own T-Mobile. No, AT&T actually is one of the bigger competitors that owns like Cricket and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, according to reports, T-Mobile has like 100 million customers and 6 million customers' information was breached. Last reports that I heard. And uh, AT&T has about 100 million customers, a little bit less maybe, and they had like 74 million people. Damn, that's a shit ton. Yeah, and it's crazy because I guess they're they're not using ransomware or anything, but they're asking for like a million dollars or something, which if you really think about it, isn't a lot for a cell phone company because six million put that the average fucking bill is like a hundred bucks. My fucking AT&T bill is 300 and like 90 bucks for five phones yeah yeah i mean so i'm just averaging numbers here you know yeah so roughly like 80 bucks a phone yeah so i mean it's just crazy that all this information was hacked people go to extreme lengths to steal shit dude i've seen i like watching videos where like they talk to like hustlers or they talk to uh thieves right obviously with their like identities like hidden yeah like blurred or whatever and they explain how they go through all this shit because uh have you ever heard of the atm scam yeah, I think so. I mean, I've heard of a couple. So people, like, they make up, they'll design a reader that looks just like the reader of an ATM. And put it over. But basically all it does is copy your code, like, your numbers when you go through it. And then it's got, like, l- little mini cams that you can buy. You can literally go on Amazon and buy a fucking mini cam. Yeah, yeah. And it's connected to it. So they'll go up to a regular machine and, like, just put it on there so it looks like it's a piece of it. Identical, yeah. It steals the card number. And then as you're putting in the pin the camera sees what numbers you hit, right? And, they, and they're smart about it. They'll do it for like 20 minutes. They'll set it up, go off to the distance and watch and wait for maybe two or three people to use it because that's all you really need. And then they walk up and they just take it off and they dip, fucking buy, the, buy a card off of uh, at Walmart or something because you can buy any card that's like a credit card and then you, you can buy like these scanners and scan it and it'll erase all the information on the card and then you scan it again, and it'll put all the information from the in- thing you just stole. 
They even use crimpers to fucking crimp in like, yeah, yeah. the numbers and shit. So they'll steal your card, create a dummy card that like as soon as it buys something, takes straight out of your account because they think it's your real account. And I was just like, fuck, dude, criminals are smart as fuck. You know why that's genius as fuck, too, when they crimp the numbers? Because they can put their own name in there. So if they ask for ID, they just show their actual ID and it's fucking matches the and name. And it looks legit, yeah. Yeah, actually, I watched this lady that does that shit. Criminals are so fucking um, innovative, dude. Like they, I know it's bullshit because they're stealing from people, but some of the stuff that they come up with, like I've seen a bunch of movie, uh, not movies, uh, videos of the guys who cheat Vegas. And some dude like bought a slot machine, spent like a year and a half figuring out how to create a tool that he can like insert into the slot machine. So he pulls it and like it activates the winning thing all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes to casinos for like a year and just starts fucking doing it and winning every time. And it would, it would, he would win, but he was smart about it. You know, he'd win like hundred dollars, two hundred bucks, like the kind of shit where like it wouldn't be suspicious. Yeah, like some, they're not gonna come up to you and be like, this guy just won. 30 jackpots are going to be like, oh, over three days, this guy won 2,000 bucks on like 30 slot machines. Yeah, people catch on to shit though because people used to like make fake $100 bills and then go break them by buying something small so they'd get real bills and shit. But people started catching on to that. The whole card scanner thing that you mentioned, it's funny that you say that because anytime I walk up to an ATM, I'll pull on that shit. Because usually they don't stick it hard enough to where you can't take no, it No, yeah, off. you can take it straight off. Yeah, so I, I always pull on, like, that part. Yeah, well, most of the ATM, I've never actually been to an ATM where I felt like it was there. Because, like, usually, you know how nowadays, like, it's basically a flat surface with, like, an entry port? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen, like, anything bold. If you go it. look at videos of, like, those scanners, they look, it doesn't look any different. It's weird. It yeah, looks the- like it fits into the machine yeah so i mean that's why i always do it because you never know and the bank i have they did get breached one time here they got some designer level skills around it yeah that's fucking crazy what bank are you uh i don't want to publicly say that why what's the matter i want to put them on blast (laughs) they're not gonna fucking like be like take his credit card away so it's a credit union oh it's like a a local credit union i wonder what's the big difference between a credit union and a bank um so right be behind a bank, I guess it's like investors, right? But credit unions are owned by members. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just like my wife told me that it has to do, because she's worked at call centers uh, for a bank and for a credit union. And credit unions are basically, it's how they get their money that they use to invest in shit. Because no. at credit unions, you usually have to pay a fee to be a part of them. And they use that money to be able to lend money and shit to secure the loans. Oh, so like a communal thing instead yeah. of like a invested by somebody type of thing yeah exactly exactly nah, that makes fucking sense last thing that i wanted to mention bro because i thought it was okay it's fucked up but it was funny but it was fucked up some cops in providence i guess they had like a car chase with some teens right yeah and these three teens jump out of the car and the cops like obviously they jump on them and arrest them right they're restraining them, but one cop specifically, he restrains a kid and then picks the kid up from his like, like his head is, imagine his face is face down in the gravel and then he picks up his head. So like he's looking up and then another cop comes in and grabs his hair and starts throwing fucking punches at his face. He hit him like five times, six times in like 10 seconds. It was so fucking fast. He just beat his ass. And later on in the same video, doesn't that cop spit on him? Yeah. So like they pull him off after he's like, Whooped his ass. Face and shit. (laughs) 
And then he's still pissed off, so he comes over and he like crouches down and like spits in one of the kids' face, dude. I was like, oh, what the fuck? That's so crazy. And it's fucked up. I get it. I know it's like that dude's got suspended, and I think they're investigating him right now. But when you watch the video, dude, it's just so crazy that it was kind of funny. Because it seemed like those, like the two cops who did the act, like had planned it out. Because he fucking literally tackles him, handcuffs him, lifts his and face lifts, up. The first thing he does is he fucking picks up his head so that the other dude can come in and just start fucking beating his face in. Yeah, it, w- it was horrible to watch, man. I, I mean, I know you were laughing about it because I mean, in big picture sort of thing, like it's fucking unbelievable. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's something you expect to see if like fucking Seth Rogen made a cop movie. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, man. And to see it like in your own fucking, I don't know, because I guess there was bystanders and I didn't see that part of the video. And they were like, hey, man, get the fuck off that kid. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, like it's like that thing where like you you wouldn't just stand by and let it happen, you know? Probably not, but it's it was funny. And you also can't do anything about it, but I mean, at least verbally like telling them what the fuck are you doing, you know? It was because I mean the scene was crazy, so it's like three kids like super scrawny like I don't know if they were scrawny. It doesn't even tell. look like they were putting up a fight or anything, man. Well, they did the car chase, which to a cop is already enough reason to like tackle and like restrain you. But like once you're restrained, I don't know if you really need a face ass whooping. You know, <laughs> yeah. He hit him so hard, so many times, and like and the spitting thing, dude. And uh, you can't do shit if you're handcuffed. If some dude starts punching you in the face. You better have a strong ass jaw. Well, the you're kid taking that those. was getting punched in the face, he started crying, dude. He ate those fucking video. punches, dude. It was yeah. crazy. It was ridiculous, and I hope the dude gets fired. I know he's like suspended without pay or whatever. Yeah. So I'm I don't all- know. I got a, I got a lot of mixed feelings about this because on one hand, like he's committing a crime, right? Yeah. <laughs> but just because he was committing a crime doesn't mean he needs to be punched in the face and spit on. Right. It's that vigilantism, bro. It's like, but then I'm, this is going to turn into a whole, like, uh, they're going to start suing the police department. Right. And they're going to get some huge settlements. So like, because he did something bad, he's going to be rewarded with the loss. I don't know. It's fucking weird, dude. I guess it depends on the crime. Right. Yeah. Cause if he did something really bad, they can, um, legit, They'll probably use that as like a reason, right? They'd be like, hey, this, this. We fired the guy, but you can't sue us or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if he did like, like imagine these kids are just driving and they ran a stop sign and they kept going. Then they get pulled over and then they get their ass beat. Then you're probably looking at a fucking million dollar lawsuit. Yeah, because I guess the whole reason that they even ran was because they're teenagers. They're not supposed to be driving, you know? Maybe. I don't know what they're That's what it was, yeah. Was it? Legit? Yeah, so they're getting sued. So it's fucked up, you know, like I think to be a cop, you have to be a certain type of person that can like keep their composure. That dude did not do that at all. I mean, after you just punch this dude in the face multiple times, you're going to come back and spit on him. It's fucking funny, bro. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. But like if Batman did it, you know, like imagine the kid gets away, <laughs> like the kid gets away and then Batman came down, beat his ass and started punching him in the face. We'd all be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Comes online, publicly apologizes. <laughs> Sorry, I was having a bad day. <laughs> so it's just weird. It's weird, dude. I, like, I laughed at the video, and I know, like, it was fucked up, but, like, it's just so crazy that you're, like, you can't not laugh. It's one of those ones where, like, if you put it in one of those compilation videos where they're, like, try not to laugh, I'd probably laugh. Especially if there's no context. Like, if they just show me two cops punching that kid in the face, I'd fucking laugh. 
Yeah, it's fucked up, man. And then the cherry on top is like they're suspended while they're investigating, but they're still getting paid. Oh, it's with pay? Yeah. Yeah, but whatever. I'm sure he gets fired. I'm hoping he gets fired and I'm, the kid's probably in jail. I don't know what the fuck he did. Let's move on to the end of the episode, though. We got the hypothetical moment. It's a hypothetical question. The one I fucking found. I don't know. It's kind of interesting, I thought. All right. If you win a contest where you get to choose one of these three options, what will you choose? You get a cook for the rest of your life. You get a chauffeur for the rest of your life. Or you get a house cleaner for the rest of your life. Is it? Well, which would you pick? House cleaner, bro. House cleaner? Yeah, it's easy. Why are you taking the house cleaner? Because the mess never stops, bro. Because the mess never stops? Yeah, when you got three kids, like, I'll clean the house. And then, like, five minutes after I'm done, there's some juice spilt. <laughs> <laughs> or my kid, like, drops something. I don't know. Toys are everywhere. Like, my my little baby son. I'll go grab the bucket of toys and just dump everything out and just sit in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even play with the toys. He plays with the bucket? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking funny, bro. Yeah. And it's hard because, like, later on, I'd want the cook. So this sucks that it has to be forever. Because I'm sure when they get to a certain age, like, I can be like, hey, pick up your mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go do the dishes, you know? But, like, right now, yeah, for my current life, it'd be the cleaner for sure. I'm going with the cleaner, too. Like, I'm in between the cleaner and the cook because if you have a legit cook for the rest of your life, you know, I would I would just buy groceries yeah, and not go fucking spend my money on fast food and shit. And I'm sure they could cook me up. Whatever you want. Yeah, like better quality, you know? If I'm like, hey, make me a homemade pizza. I bet it's going to be dope. Or if you, I'm like, hey, make me some burgers. You ever seen that uh, Mythical Morning show? No. So, like, it's these two guys that, like, they just do a bunch of crazy shit. And they got their own chef. Dude literally makes them whatever they want because they'll like do segments where it's like, will it pizza roll? And they'll like try to pizza roll like waffles and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he literally like makes them all this crazy shit and it always looks so good. So I picture him being my chef if I did would have picked that. But yeah, cleaner, man. Oh, damn. Now it's now it's harder. Yeah. Because like if you go if I go cleaner. I won't have to worry about a mess, right? Like I could fucking like destroy my house. And then this person's going to come in and fix it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Forever. But they're going to basically just be sitting there most of the day because your house doesn't get dirty. <laughs> it gets dirty sometimes. Like, there's, you know, it's enough to bug you. Damn, that's, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. You've convinced me, bro. Your <laughs> argument was good enough for me to be like, you know what? You're fucking right. I'm going cook because in terms of just money, because I came up in my head, I was like, I can save so much money. Not going out to eat because groceries is cheaper. Yeah, that's true. And the person can create. So they come in with groceries? No, no. Like I'll buy groceries. Oh, okay, okay. Like all I have to do is stock my fridge with groceries and then my cook can make me shit I like. That makes sense. But, and I save all this money because I go out to eat all the fucking time. Plus what you said is like, wait, what did you say again? The whole like, will it pizza and shit? Like he can make you whatever you want, basically. No, no. Yeah, that he can make me whatever I want. And like the house cleaner thing in general, I don't feel like I'm that dirty. So like, I feel like I can clean my own shit. Yeah. Wait, yeah. A wait, wait, wait. Does a house cleaner do your laundry? 
Yeah, I mean, as long as you throw it on the ground. <laughs> yeah, but do they just pick it up and put it in where it goes, or do they actually do your laundry? I don't fucking know, man. It's your house cleaner. Well, I'm asking you because I want to, you know. I would say I would say so because I mean it's a part of having the house clean is having the clothes organized. In the- All right, I changed my mind again, <laughs> bro. Because fucking hate laundry. Laundry is bullshit. I would rather go to McDonald's than do my fucking laundry. <laughs> That's so weird too, because I mean. So I'm gonna go with house cleaner just because. Yeah, cleaning just makes more sense for me because of the amount of people. That's because true. Because I always tell. Like anybody, I'm like, like even you, like you got one person's clothes for one day. When we change, it's five people's clothes, five shirts, five pants, five pairs of socks, five underwear. (laughs) Every fucking day. It's fucking in my, my baby, man. I got to change them like three or four times a day. (laughs) Yeah. Cause they get dirty and sticky and shit. Yeah, always, man. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I changed my mind again. I got to go house cleaner because assuming they do my laundry, laundry's bullshit. It's so, it's not even hard. It just feels like I don't want to gather my shit and clean it. I want to come home. It's the time, bro. I wish it was like instant, you know, like you threw that shit in there and like push the button 30 seconds later, it was done. Yeah. But it's like, nah, you got to go throw it in. Then you got to leave it there. Come back home. Do whatever you're doing. Oh, fuck. The laundry's in the fucking washer. I've contemplated like seriously not doing laundry ever again and just like going to one of the laundry spots and dropping off my shit. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't know if I trust them to, like, not fuck up my favorite shirts, you know? Yeah. Because even now when I do laundry, which and it makes it even harder for me, but... Oh, you don't dry? I don't dry none of my shit. Except, well, I dry my pants and, like, stuff like that, but I don't dry my shirts. I, like, come home and individually hang each one because when you dry them, the graphics go away faster or they more likely to shrink, you know? It, it just it fits better if I just dry them at home, like, hanging on the That's in my weird. closet. most, uh... Most dryers have like a delicate setting. I know. I just don't feel like it really. It I still does feel, make a difference. I, I think it still fucks up your shit more than if you just hung it up to dry. Yeah. But I would definitely take a house cleaner because you can just tell her that. Be like, hey, I like my shit hanging in my room. So yeah, after I'm, you wash it, you hang it up. Me too, man. I was thinking that the moment you said it. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking. Yeah. I flip flopped a couple times, but like house cleaning like seems like If you think like laundry's better. bad for you, bro, like laundry's nonstop, <laughs> <laughs> nonstop. Like, oh shit, we just emptied the basket. Yeah, man, but I'm sure like your mom and your sister in law do some laundry nah, for you guys, right? Oh nah, fuck no. You don't? No. <laughs> They're just like my fuck. wife right now is sitting in our mm-hmm. living room with four or five baskets that have just been sitting in our closet for a while. <laughs> that she's getting ready to like wash. She's just fucking folding it. It's like all washed. It's like the folding that sucks too, you know? Oh, yeah. Cause, Fuck. Because you have so many people, I'm sure you got to like really utilize. And then my kids get home, take off socks. You, they fucking get lost, bro. <laughs> their socks? Yeah. Oh, when they just take yeah. off their shit, like their yeah. shoes. It's like, where the fuck is your shoe? No, well, your socks missing. Where Jesus is it? Jesus Christ. Yeah, cleaning lady for sure. All right, we both went cleaning lady. So that's going to do it for this episode. Make sure to check out our Etsy page where we got merch. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, we started posting new TikToks, so check it out. Yeah, and you can listen on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, fucking Pandora. 90% of our listenership is off Spotify. Yeah, pretty much. It's mostly Spotify, some Apple Podcasts. But fucking tell your friends to listen to this shit and buy some pancakes from Pablo. He's selling them locally. 
pancakes and funnel cakes, man. I haven't tried the pancakes, but I will personally vouch for the funnel cakes. They are fucking bomb. I've always been a fan of powdered sugar, so fucking fried bread with powdered sugar, they're fucking dope. Yeah, and if you, if you don't want to buy, at least follow the Facebook page. We got big things coming up. Hopefully, we'll have a actual food trailer by the end of this year. So, oh yeah, man, he's working on it. He's gonna get out there and become the I'm gonna take the over face the, of the funnel cake. I'm gonna take over the mini mini dessert game. The mini dessert game. Yeah, yeah. Bro. you're not gonna be going to fucking um, uh, what's the pie place? I don't fucking know. There's like like a pie place that's got like a girl name, Aunt something. Yeah, I don't know what you Oh, Marie Callender's. Oh, really? You're not going to be going to Marie Callender's for no fucking pies. You're going to be going to Pablo's. Pablo's mini pies. Pablo's mini pancakes or Pablo's funnel. funnel. I don't know. I can't think <laughs> of a fucking name for it, but whatever. All right, man. Well, thanks so much for listening. Peace. Peace.